It's the Last Call podcast with your host, Chris Michaels. That's right, it's going to be another no-show prep Monday because I'm just demotivated on Mondays to try and figure out what to talk about. There's so many things that happen that we always, always, always have trouble determining what actually to bring up. So there's so many things. Like John Roberts from Fox News came out and spoke tweeted something that he deleted what he tweeted concerned uh colin powell dying and they said all over the media oh gosh he was doubly vaccinated and and he passed away due to covid19 complications whether or not they actually say he died of covid19 is another story Uh, But they're all on the left are blaming the unvaccinated for his death because, well, he was vaccinated and he couldn't have possibly gotten COVID-19 from a vaccinated person. So he must have come into contact with an unvaccinated person. Newsflash for you. If the vaccines work, then where does he where, where can he go? What does it matter where he goes? If the vaccines are supposed to work, oh, breakthrough infections. What is a breakthrough infection? It is vaccine failure. That's all it is. Stop allowing them to mince words. Anyway, John Roberts from Fox News got into a heap load of trouble because when he broke the story about Colin Powell dying from COVID-19 complications, he said that we should all start to question and look at the long-term effects and the efficacy of these COVID-19 vaccines. He deleted the tweet, and he immediately followed up those tweets with a, a whole uh, a whole thread on Twitter saying how good the vaccines are, how he couldn't wait to get a vaccine, and he recommends people get booster shots, completely rolled over like the fat, greasy sow that we always knew he was, and uh, tried to backtrack. Well, it's too late. It's already out there. You're a moron, and we can't think any less of you. Uh, but anyway, Colin Powell, big-time warmonger, if you don't know uh, who Colin Powell is, Worked under Clinton, was the person responsible for arguing for the invasions of Iraq and Afghanistan under Bush the Jr. So everyone is saying, what a war hero. Oh, gosh, what a heroic person. No, 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 not at all. Not at all. He is a toady. He rolls over for the uh, defense industry for big-time money. Uh, and warmongering companies, uh, so he's no different than anybody else. So please, let's stop hailing this person as a gift from God and equal to uh, the Archangel Michael. The, the Junior, Donald Trump Jr., is out there, and he tweeted, uh, Donald Trump Jr., he tweeted about how in a, uh, the Biden administration is bringing in sex traffickers from Afghanistan, which is true. We saw all sorts of stories about how uh, basically immigrants from Afghanistan lo- being loaded onto these planes are bringing along their child wives. So, uh, well, underaged adults, as the West likes to call them, otherwise known as Children. So they marry children and they sell them off into sex slavery, I assume, once they reach the United States. Vice. Vice, which is an awful, awful, horrible, supposed 
mainstream media outlet. Vice does nothing more. Just look into the history of Vice. They write article after article after article promoting pedophilia or saying, oh, we must be more compassionate towards pedophiles. Uh, They they can't help who they love. Uh, So Vice is basically uh, pedo-anonymous. And they came out with an article, Donald Trump Jr. is now posting memes implying that the media is downplaying child sex trafficking, which they are. Uh, The latest example of is his embrace of the fringe far right and the conspiracy theories that define it. Basically, Vice is calling Donald Trump Jr., uh, QAnon, which there, as if anybody has any t- brain cells to rub together, we all know that QAnon doesn't exist. Uh, it, QAnon itself is a mainstream media conglomeration of bullshittery. Um, so there's no such thing as QAnon. There's Q, and then there's Anonymous, and we suspect that uh, both of them could be compromised from the same people that QAnon supposedly is trying to fight against. So uh, I'm. if anybody doesn't know, I've been accused by other people of being in the Q crowd. Now, I do not subscribe to the Q stuff. Uh, I use it as reference occasionally to stay up on it, uh, more for validation than anything else. But I am of the mindset that the whole Q thing and the Q threads are all about... Uh, basically subduing the opposition of the globalist movement and uh, neo-communist movement into submission. Because it's all about trust the plan. Trust the plan. Trust the plan. Don't do anything. There are white hats and freedom fighters in the background that are doing things that you'll never know about. Which may be true, but just trust the plan. Don't do anything. Sit still. Trust the plan. And then they say things like, oh, you're the news now. So keep it up on social media. Keep making these people hold themselves accountable in the mainstream media and other politicians. Which on some level is true. Uh, but a lot of those Q, Q things are about trusting the plan, which unfortunately subdues people into a state of complacency. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm neither here nor there about it. But they're trying to lump Jr., Donald Trump Jr., into that, um, into that category. And I, I really don't think it's going to work because it, it just can't. I mean, it's it, there are other people that probably know who Q is. Uh, I've I've thrown some theories out there in the past, uh, but I, I just don't think that kind of thing is going to really work. It's 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 altogether kind of stupid, infantile, an infantile coming from a, a, a media outlet that promotes pedophilia. I, I mean, all that says to me is that Donald Trump Jr. is probably striking close to home, and the Democrats and the mainstreams are circling the wagons to make sure that, that his, his tweet or his sort of views do not get any more press or uh, become viral. That's That's my two cents on the whole situation. Not that any of you asked about it. Uh, so the other thing that came out over this weekend, and it was just one little thing, doubt anybody really made that much of a headline, uh, or made a big deal out of this, is that China tested a hypersonic missile, which the United States is lagging behind in the hypersonic technology significantly, um, but they tested a hypersonic missile, it flew around the world, and landed within 25 miles of its intended target. So what 
does that mean? It means that the Chinese are really advanced. Now, the United States came out. There were various media outlets that said, uh, we're speaking to at least five unnamed Defense Department individuals. And the quote that they took from all of those consultations with those five individuals was, we have no idea how the Chinese did this. Uh, Ministry spokesman Xiao Lijian, I can't pronounce that last name, Lijian, uh, from China, uh, said it was not a missile, but it was a space vehicle. Oh, the space race heats up. Li Jian continues and saying it's understood that this was a routine test of a space vehicle to verify the technology of the spacecraft's reusability. And it said that it provides a cheap and convenient method for humans to peacefully travel to and from space. So immediately the media in the West said that this is a nuclear device and the Chinese intend to blow something up with a hypersonic missile, which may be true. Uh, But the Chinese are coming out and saying, no, 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 it is merely for civilian purposes and, and you've got nothing to worry about. Nothing whatsoever. But as we round everything out, we always have to talk about vaccines. Oh, good God almighty. So now there was a story from the AmericanThinker.com. Thomas Lifson came out and said the Biden administration threatens to make unvaccinated Navy SEALs repay their training costs. How disgusting do you have to be to even float this kind of idea to Navy SEALs? Oh, if you don't get vaccinated, you are not going to be able to be deployed. And also, you owe us all of the money that we spent in training you to the point that you're at. It was issued as a directive. Hank Berrien reported that threatens reports threatens removing them from special warfare, reducing their salaries, and forcing them to repay training. Ugh, the vice chief of naval operations retains authority for non-judicial punishment and courts martial. Involuntary extension of enlistments is not authorized in the CCDA, uh, which is the COVID Consolidated Disposition Authority. I, I didn't even know that existed, but there it is may seek recoupment of applicable bonuses, which means hazardous pay. If you get deployed somewhere, you get tax-free hazardous pay. Special and incentive pays, meaning, uh, I don't know, bounties that they collect, and the cost of tra- for killing people and the, or rescuing people, and the cost of training and education for service members refusing the vaccine. I mean, you don't get any more reprehensible than this. This kind of behavior from the Biden-Harris- Obama administration just rings true for what was experienced in the Soviet Union under Stalin and the purge of the ranks within the military uh, in Russia during the 30s and early 40s after, well, slightly before and after Germany invaded the Soviet Union. Uh, this, This is really to homogenize the armed forces in a way that they for they are not going to be able to question and they will completely go along with anything a ruling administration deems appropriate, which could be, well, experimental inoculations. If you don't get this, you're fired. And by the way, 
we want all the money back that we spend on you. Uh, speaking of asinine COVID-19 measures that waste a lot of money, Colorado State University, this is from the dailymail.co.uk, is threatening students. That's right. Schools are intending to enforce what they call bio buttons, GPS tracking, restrict off-campus travel, and threaten to arrest kids who do not declare their vaccine status. Colorado State University is threatening kids who do not disclose their vaccine status. The University of Southern California won't let kids drink water in class because they have to lower their masks. So they have to leave the classroom to take a drink of water. Oakland University in Michigan wants to make students wear bio buttons on campus. I'll explain what those are. Students and parents fought back with petitions. Harvard and Yale are mandating vaccinations, and Harvard also requires them amongst their staff. So this kind of behavior is not very conducive to, well, my body, my choice. They're forcing these people to do this kind of social re-engineering to the point that they are going to create neuroticism. University of Southern California is costs $60,400 a year to go to, and you can't even drink some goddamn water in the classroom. But now this is going to carry over because once you indoctrinate these kids during college, this kind of behavior and these kind of neurological rhythms carry over into the workplace afterwards. So what is a bio button? I did some research into a bio button. And it comes from BioIntelliSense, which is a company that basically wants to find out new and ingenious ways to monitor your health in real time at all times. And so if you go to the website, BioIntelliSense.com, the company is run by James Malt, medical doctor, and David Wong, spelled W-A-N-G, who's the co-founder and chief technology officer. Whoa. So these two effing clowns came out with this thing called the Bio Button. And on their website, uh, the Bio IntelliSense service is a data-as-a-service, D-A-A-S, platform, and an FDA-cleared bio sticker on body sensor. So what does that mean? What is an FDA-cleared biosticker and biosensor? So what they intend to do is monitor your rhythms in real time at all times. The bio button is a scalable and cost-effective solution for health screening, according to them. A medical-grade wearable device that can stay on you for up to 60 days, two full months. Discrete, single-use, disposable design, continuous temperature, respiratory rate, and heart rate at rest, patient trending. Biomobile, conversational, artificial intelligence for chronic care management and virtual care, meaning they'll call you up if something doesn't look right. Health data protection through strict privacy and security safeguards. I somehow doubt that. So basically what this company does is that it has a health screening and status status monitoring device on your person. 
it then submits your data anonymously to a bio cloud. This bio cloud then submits that data or can be accessed by uh, your healthcare providers, your insurance company. It is monitored by people that say, uh-oh, your heart rate is a bit out of whack. So that's what these colleges are trying to promote. They're trying to promote real-time medical monitoring via a device that that <laughs> enables anybody that has access to their bio cloud your medical conditions, your heart rate, your breath rate, and whether or not you could potentially be experiencing some sort of cardiac infarction. Does this sound like a college that you would want to go to or send your kids to? My college is, or my my child's college, is going to monitor my biorhythms? Is that what I'm getting at? And if I don't, if I don't, uh, uh, basically, uh, what what am I? What's the word I'm looking for? This is the problem when you do one take podcast. Uh, sometimes you fumble. Uh, if I don't submit to this kind of monitoring, then I don't get a college education. Am I not complying with the mandates of the college? <laughs> so I, I mean, this. If you need any reason to fight back against this ridiculous, tyrannical, dictatorial, medical fascism, then I don't know where else you have to look because this is it. <laughs> if, you, if your college is saying you can only show up if you present to us your <laughs> your heart rate and your breath rates in real time, uh, I'm sorry, but those colleges can go pound sand. All right, so that's it for me. A no-show prep roundup from the brilliant Chris Michaels, this is the Last Call Podcast. Another three amazing podcasts are in store for us and you this week. As always, like me, share me, do whatever you have to do. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and also Instagram, Last Call Caravan. Because if you pay attention to me and if you follow me, you, the brilliant, beautiful, lovable fuzzballs that all of you out there are, are now engaged and embarked on The Last Call Caravan.